Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Resilience and Grace. My name is Mary McCarthy, and you are listening to episode number 54. We are wrapping up season three, and today I'm talking to you about a term coined languishing. Recently, as many of us have become vaccinated and things are opening up, we're gaining a little more confidence stepping out into the world. But there is still a feeling that many of us have that's been coined by a sociologist named Corey Keyes. And this term is known as languishing. Adam Grant published an article on April 19, 2021 in the New York Times about this term. And languishing is known as a feeling and a sense of stagnation and emptiness. It's when we feel as if we're muddling through our day, looking at our life through a foggy windshield. And it might just be the dominant emotion of 2021. In psychology, we think about mental health on a spectrum, ranging from depression to flourishing. And flourishing is the peak of well-being. It's when you have a strong sense of meaning, mastery, and mattering to others. Depression is the valley of ill-being. You feel despotent, drained, and worthless. And in Corey Keyes' research, he suggests that many people who weren't really depressed but we're also not thriving, suggests that these are the individuals who are languishing right now. And new evidence from the pandemic, healthcare workers in Italy, even shows that those who were languishing in the spring of 2020 were three times more likely than their peers to be diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. Languishing is the neglected middle child of mental health. It's the void between depression and flourishing, also known as the absence of well-being. It's like you don't have symptoms of mental illness, but you're not the picture of mental health either. You're not functioning at full capacity. Languishing dulls your motivation, disrupts your ability to focus, and triples the odds that you'll cut back on work. It appears to be more common than major depression, and in some ways it may be a bigger risk factor for mental illness. So now that you understand and know more about this term or feeling, what is the antidote to this mm, meh kind of feeling inside of us? Well, in the positive psychology research, there is a concept called flow. It's being in the zone. This is a mental state in which a person performing some activity is fully immersed in a feeling of energized, focused, full involvement, and enjoyment in the process of an activity. In essence, flow is characterized by the complete absorption in what one does and a resulting transformation of our sense of time, place, and self. When we find new challenges, enjoyable experiences, and meaningful work, this all helps us remedy the feeling of languishing. 
It's hard to find flow when you can't focus. And one of the major problems right now in our society is our constant interruptions. Now, this was a problem long before the pandemic when people were habitually checking their email 74 times a day, switching tasks every 10 minutes, looking at their phone, checking social media, all of the constant notifications. And in the past year, many of us have also been struggling with interruptions from kids around the house, colleagues around the world, bosses around the clock. Meh. So moving into that state of flow starts when we can give ourselves a block of uninterrupted time. And when we can focus on one small goal. In the yoga tradition, there are four states of being. Waking, sleeping, dreaming, and samadhi. Samadhi is known as the state beyond waking, sleeping, and dreaming. It is also known as Turiya, the fourth state of consciousness, in which the individual rests in Satchitanandam, ever-existing, ever-conscious, ever-new bliss. An individual has attained Samadhi, or final liberation from ego consciousness, and is now united with their infinite spirit. Our yoga practices can help us settle into a state of flow. When we give ourselves permission to silence our phones, turn off our computers, step onto our mat for a very present practice, we bring our awareness and attention to our body sensations and our breath, inviting ourselves to be fully present in the moment. Now this takes practice, but we can step into this state of consciousness again and again every time we sit for meditation or step onto our mats for a yoga class. As humans, it is normal to forget. And so establishing a habit and a practice that invites us to be fully present with the here and now helps us move from languishing to flourishing and to be in the blessed flow. So I'd like to give you a chance to practice right now. Please take a comfortable seated position. Your feet are flat on the ground, spine tall, eyes closed. Now I'm gonna invite you to bring your hands into the Hakini Mudra. And this is a position of our hands where we take all 10 fingertips together. The pinky connects with the pinky and each finger subsequently moves together. As your fingers gently splay apart, the thumbs turn towards the solar plexus or the navel center. Now take a deep breath in and out. Begin to feel the sensations in your physical body. Notice how your feet touch the earth. Notice the sensations in your hips as you sit. Feel how your spine lengthens and your shoulder blades gently draw onto your back. Now 
Notice how the air touches the skin. Feel your clothing on your skin. Bring your awareness now to your breath. Your awareness now rests at the tip of the nose. Feel the breath come in and out. Cool air coming in and warm air going out. Notice the two streams of air. And as you lengthen the exhale, feel how the body and mind softens. Relax your awareness and bring your palms together into the Anjali Mudra. This is a prayer position where your palms now touch and the thumbs rest towards the heart center. There is a beautiful quote by Howard Thurman. Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and then go and do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. So my dear friends, as we wrap up season three, I invite you to step into your flow, to find things that bring you alive and connected. I'll join you again in a few months as I launch my new website and a connection to my online classes through a program known as Namastream. More details to come, and I invite you to follow me on social media at Yoga by Mary. Subscribe to my newsletter on my website, mary-mccarthy.com, and stay tuned. I'll be ready to share new practices and new tips in my next season, coming later this spring and summer for season four. Stay safe, stay well, and live a life of resilience and grace.